has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. Sorry for the technical delay. And <clears throat> to text donations and constructive criticism, 347-927-8398. Some donations, it's a big schus, the one for the people who donate. Because it goes all around, and big mitzvah, and children are gaining, all the people are gaining. So we need some big donators. I think would help the channel station get on its feet on a regular basis and spread out more. Also, live seven one two four three two four two one seven live on the radio. Is always www.jrootradio.com. We have a book called Diamond Polishing over there if you want it. And you can probably also old videos and talks. <clears throat> Today it's a Baruch Hashem. Some big moments in our history in the Chumash and Avram and Sarah come into the scene. Very, very loud and clear. And just before that, a little bit, just uh, remind everyone this Shabbos, November 9th, is the Shabbos Parade, Kings Highway and Ocean Parkway, 1145, shop. And over the years, uh, the hundreds who have come and sung and talked, they an influence on even King's Highway. Stores closing, knowing it's good for their business. They have more business. So it's this Shabbos coming up. And also, to hear the talk again, this is Monday, 9 o'clock approximately, 9.30 now, 5 p.m. on Sunday. And also safety, a couple little details. I found information over the years that there are little babies that unfortunately drowned in bathtubs and toilet bowls. and So we have to be very, very careful. Safety should always be on our minds. Fire, we always mention about fire. Which is another, I'm talking to myself with all this, be careful. Smoke detectors, smoke detectors. Save lives every day. It was a story that was a match that went off in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, the fire, but the detectors caught it, they put it out, saved the day. So check those detectors, those smoke detectors. And anything in the house you can do, with called Nefesh, Shem loves it, when the window's being closed at the right time, and knives around, and objects on the floor, as you go outside, it's cold, dress warm, cover, Sicknesses come more frequently crossing the streets. It's dark. It's here earlier. Watch where you walk. Careful, even if you have the light. Some people wear these yellow shining belts. So it's important to be careful. Don't go on the street while the cars are coming. Wait on the sidewalk. Remind you of safety, safety, safety. Your life is so important. And your children still with the bicycles and the helmets. So now, what we're going to look at 
Avram and Sarah. And when they went down to Mitzrayim, they went with a famine. And some say, what did Avram worry so much? Because Shem said, I'm going to take care of you forever and ever. You're going to be rich and multiply. And so I think Rabbi Isaac sure mentioned that he wasn't really nervous about that part. He knew Shem would take care. But he had to do practically what he had to do. But on the other hand, when he went down, he said to his wife, said, I know how beautiful you are. Some say he never looked at her beauty. So what did he say this to her? Now I know how beautiful you are. They're going down to a foreign land. People are not so immoral. Possibility of something happening when they see a beautiful lady. So first, Avram knew it bothered Sarah because Sarah knew she was a pretty lady. She knew something. She knew something. She was a lady. And going down the trium would cause her husband possible troubles. So she was very, very sensitive to even her own beauty that it might hurt her husband. It's a sensitivity. Like Mila said, beauty and dressing. That's nice. It's... For your husband, you should dress and make a big hit. But outside, you should dress nice, nice, but not flashy. And unfortunately, it's the other way around in many cases. And outside, you look real sharp. Inside the home, the husband comes home. Some of the shop is even not the same. So Sora knew her main beauty had to be for her husband. And she was sensitive that maybe it might hurt him. As they go down the metrium and the clientele might do something to him. And he, on the other hand, responded, no, I know you're beautiful. Don't worry, nothing's going to happen. That's, that's nothing to do with you. Don't worry about it. So he was sensitive to her feeling bad. Don't worry, don't feel bad. You're beautiful. See, one <clears throat> step in Shalom Bias it's a sensitivity to others. It's a crucial thing to be sensitive, sensitive, sensitive to the other person. You know your party after many years. And what happens is, first year of marriage, usually if you work on the sensitivity, certain things you won't bring up, certain things you will bring up. You'll be very careful in your speech, very careful where you put things. A lot of different carefuls if you're sensitive. You're five years married, you become more sensitive and more clear. But one who doesn't and keeps trying to, again, have his square fit into her circle is missing the boat and the other way around. The sensory is crucial with a husband or wife. You're in tune with your wife. You're in tune with your husband. Most of the time, after years and years, a husband knows what he's been doing wrong. He knows he's a grump when he comes home. He knows maybe he can clean better. He knows at night he's a little lazy. Whatever it is. And the woman knows sometimes I'm a little sloppy. Something a little finicky. She knows. He doesn't have to make speeches every day and say, how come you don't clean the house? What you do all day? No, no, no. After all, everyone knows what each other likes and doesn't like. And the change in me does it change, uh, change the world. It's very hard. The sensitivity of knowing 
<clears throat> your mate is is a very important thing. Even knowing your children, each child is different, different, different person. And children also to their parents, sense of sensitivity. You know, your mother likes things neat, nice, their bed made. Think, think, think. It's very crucial to you, so you learn. Arasara, this idea of sensitivity to the other, goes a long way because we're in, we're in our own box, stuck. And things go against our rut zone, it's, it's hard to swallow. And mainly because we mentioned last week, week before, we're not so happy with ourselves. Like if you know you want a million dollars and you walk in the house, you won't say hello to your wife, you'll sing to your wife. If she says something to you, you say, don't worry, a millionaire's, and you'll take care of it. So if you know you come into the house, a check on the table for a million dollars, you'll do, you'll behave. Choose and imagine your wife, family's a million dollars. Your husband coming home. The moment when he comes in, it's a million dollars. The whole hashpah of the home, the sensitivity to each other will have multiple effects on the children, on the family, and on everybody else. So that's one aspect to look at. We'll get more into this. Then another aspect of the Parsha we see, I always, is a constant thing. He says, off of Afer, I'm, I'm dust and ashes, nothing. Dirt and ashes. So dirt, you know, can build and grow, and ashes can't. But I'm sure Shlita mentioned this is a big sign of humility, another. That a person who's so clear, we'll add this, that is a Bore Olam, become very, very, very humble. Like Miller mentioned, first you have to have Hashem enter your life. Think of your body, the miracles of the body. And think when you breathe that air. Delicious air you can breathe and with a deep breath you can say delicious children, delicious people, delicious many things. And eventually Shem's fills you like a product. You see, here I wanted this and it worked out and this worked out and this worked out. And eventually you're living in the Malcolm of Hashem. And that's where the growth, that's where humility is, lies. When you know everything is Hashem. I could think my thoughts, but Hashem walked my walk. It's a big thing. So the more a person realizes humility, it's a very big thing. Every man has to learn to squash his ego in his house. Try to make it non-existent. Squash, 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 squash. Because any other way causes controversy. It doesn't mean you're a nobody. You'll see when we get to the next step. But you squash your ego, which means you're going to have to control. You're going to, as you'll see, you're going to have to have a Rebbe, have someone to talk to how to deal with situations. And you'll see, you'll see, you'll do things the right way. Instead of responding in your opinion, etc. And the making and the squashing of one's ego, making yourself totally humble in the house, especially the man, goes great, great, great places. As he becomes humble and he lives a emistic life, sincere life, and learns Torah, which means he learns and talks and tries to do the right things, 
always growing in character, character, character. We'll see the respect he'll get will be tremendous. And the family will go in the direction of him and his Rebbe and his Masara. So humility. And the wife too. Also, sometimes harder a little bit, being home all day or busy than coming home. And plus, the mahus of a lady, she gets married, she has four arms. Her husband and her are one. She's the one who starts out with Octus. So she'll tell her husband what to do because she'll tell us if he forgets the milk, she gets angry. Why? Because she wouldn't forget the milk. It's a, it's a, one, it's a, it's a oneness. So this is something has to try to do it a softer way, but this is something she's going to do because she's right away, there's one, there's four legs we have and there's four arms, there's four eyes, there's four, four ears. This is it. And her expectations of her husband, he's the Shem made it inside. He's, he's her king. He's the one who's going to save the day. Superman. For example, you see it. You see it. A man told me a week ago, he was sitting with his daughter and she had a test coming up. She was so nervous. And he just sat with her. And she became calm. And he said to me, I didn't have any magic tricks. I, don't, I never took psychology. Um, not the, she looks up to me. She's fear of me. No, not like that. But Hashem made it inside children that the father who sits with them, validates them, listens to them, works with them is that automatic security stability that enters the child the shaman like that another man sitting with the child won't do it so you see she made special special qualities inside the man's child and the wife and the mother and her child and vice versa is in tremendous every man the, the influence you have on your children is just mind-boggling and it's not through telling them what to do. It's you doing what you should do. A little time with each child every day, even the married ones, call them every day and be there. You're adding strength. It's a security, 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 security. That's why divorce is very hard. Not the same, it's hard. The children have to be real strong. Everyone has to be real strong. But it definitely, the, it hurts. It, destroys in many cases it's definitely definitely not the best route 100 percent. so you see that same with husband and wife the husband that marries a wife she made all of a sudden he feels full she feels full this feeling my husband told me when he became engaged he felt like you know not a half person anymore he felt like a full person she made these things these this way this is not everyday things so therefore the feeling inside when a husband comes home and he squashes himself and his whole objective is to see what she needs we go back to sensitivity he squashes and he comes home he works and he goes in the morning to learn if he goes out again to light to learn if it's possible and he's a emistic kid and he has a robe and he listens and he has a shul and everything else he comes home always ready to help etc etc so this, it, you're giving your wife like the world. Billions of dollars couldn't give her that feeling of security. One is a, and even though she's telling what to do all the time, because you're always there for, we mentioned the no tension zone. First is walking in encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. 
Second is, yes, sure, Simon says, forget the ego again. Because it's supposed to be that way. You're supposed to squash this ego of arrogance, of taiva, and I know, and even though you might be right many times, still squash it and ask, oh, I'm going to get into his breakdown with the holding. No, hold it in. Ask, ask the competent person. You'll see. 99% of the time, you did right, and then you could think of ways constructively to deal with it. And with a lady, too. She could do with her husband, too. But not in a, a, a wimpy way. <clears throat> he comes home. And she humble. She squashes herself a little bit. But how he comes home, grumpy, whatever. I know a woman used to call me once every two, three months. I can't take it. I'm 20 years married already. Can't take it. He comes home grumpy. So I asked her, what do you do when he comes home? No, I wait for him. He grumps. I, I can't take it. So I gave her and got this from Reverend Brock advice. When the man comes home, give him that half hour, 15 minutes. Send him a nice thing. I got, a lady told me she can't take it anymore. She thought she had a watermelon spread. And the first one, the second one, they called me back the next day. Wow, it worked miracles. She squashed herself. You gave him that room. You're my king. You're my man. And he comes in and you give him that space. And Covenant, you had a hard day. You mentioned always look, look and smell good too. And say some nice words. We'll get to those look and smell good too in a little while. And it's a big thing. The whole new life, everybody. But it takes control, control, the frustration, the misery. Opening up the mouth is most dangerous. That some things you just don't say. I know a woman doesn't want to live in a certain place. The husband does. In front of the children, he just all of a sudden just, oh yeah, by the way, we're going to go move over there. She doesn't want to move over there. The kid now want to go with the husband says, oh, what are you doing? Watch what you say. And it all deals here with the sense of, again, sensitivity to the other. Write a little note. Write notes of how your mate is. What's going to make this mate happy of yours? What's going to make it irritated and stay away from? And second, squash that ego. But... And the squashing the ego, the idea of humbleness. Ramban, Igus Ramban, he says, being calm, speaking calmly will will calm you down. And then you don't get angry as much. And then you have humility. Then you have fear of Hashem. It's all part of And most people who do this, they get tremendous, tremendous respect from the wife. Tremendous respect from their husbands. Tremendous respect from the children. The children see how the treatment of husband and wife is. The mommy getting angry once in a while, papa getting angry once in a while, but still there's a getting along. And when they see the papa come home helping, the sons are going to grow up helping. They see the mama getting, setting the table for the Abba, they're going to do that on their own. It's a whole thing. And that gets to the third step I was going to mention. It's called the Ani, I. Shemir Shkop said this in the Dhamma to his favorite Sefer. And he mentioned Ani. Baby's born, he's Ani. She's Ani. Then siblings grows a little more. Your parents, that's also grows. All your Ani becomes more than you, becomes your parents, part of your parents, is part of your Ani, I. 
and the siblings, and eventually friends, and Rebbeim, and Yeshiva, eventually getting married, the whole, but the Ani of a person grows. So a person utilizes this world, so a person, even though he's sensitive, he's sensitive, even though he or she is humble, squashes the ego, but a person knows Ani, I have effect on everyone. That's what it says. Who knows? Miller mentioned again, we're living in the Makom. If a person builds enough to see Hashem in this world, become more aware of Hashem, you'll see you're living in the Makom. So you're living in the Makom of Hashem, you have a Selam Elokah. There's a, there's a part of Hashem in you. So if you utilize this Kedusha inside of you to become the best you, to control, to say the right things, to do chesed, to learn Torah, to try to daven better. Everything you say, well, I'm doing, but I have to do more. So that Ani will spread. And people will, incredible influences. All of a sudden, the influences of parents on children. It's, it's, it's so a woman who does chesed in the right way, your children don't do chesed. It becomes a regular word with them. And it's calmness that calms. The doing is doing. It's learning. The family sees learning. Not fake. Open up a, you know, newspaper or even open up a, once in a while, open up something to look. So the Ani has a power. We see Ani's with tremendous people. All great people who didn't have children. And yet... Their influence, the Ani became worldwide. So it's an inc incredible thing. The whole format, format of being sensitive to others, of squashing that ego, taiva, gaiv, covid, cannot squash that part of you, and but bring it out, use that same energy to learn, use the same energy to work, use the same energy to be nice, to use the same energy to every person you meet, give a nice hello, a chizuk. Whatever your strengths are, go full steam ahead. Some people are energetic, they do chesed. You know, recently is a lady, has an energy, each week she helps feed 150 poor families. She's part of an organization, and she got involved and her husband's a sadik too, because he works very hard, so she could do this pretty much free of charge, I think. And she organizes for this organization to get food. And my friend told me when he brings the food to the houses, everyone's in ecstasy, the little children are thanking him. But she's utilizing. She's a very quiet woman. You see, she's sensitive to others, humble, not a big shot. And our whole influence, she influences the whole world. They're eating and Shabbos and what comes from these children that uh, she's going to get schus. She's a big part of it. The same husband told me there was a neighbor owed $7,000 electric bill. The electric company came to close it. He said to his wife, we'll, we'll take it out of account somewhere. They gave 3500 $3, to the electric. They started the, the installment plan again. And hopefully, you know, get it back. But it's incredible what people are doing. So you follow the way of our sages of the Torah. We see from the Chumash. You see again the sensitivity of Amr the Sarah. We see again humility from Avram. And Ani part. It's the whole idea of Ani is it grows, grows, grows. 
And all of a sudden, you know, as you live in the Mokum of Hashem, your, your influence with the Ani, your good words, your actions, everything you do, and you're doing them already, everyone. But we complain too much. I evade oh, too much. You're doing a lot of things. And what happens is you help yourself, people are family, people around you, and the whole planet Earth. If you look at the planet Earth, there's so much destruction in places. There are leaders who are very destructive people. And yet the planet is, is going along. And a lot of good things are happening, growth. Why? Because there are a lot of good people like you out there who are doing good things. And that's adding to the Mokom. It's spreading out. You're adding Gedusha to the whole planet Earth. That's a fact. So, as the Ani grows... See, Ani still means you can be sensitive to others and keep your mouth zippered up. And Ani means you can squash your ego. Still you can become the bigger, big, the biggest, who was the most humblest man? Moshe. <laughs> he was the greatest. And then you go all the generations, the humblest people, men, women, women you haven't heard of, were quiet, quiet, quiet. I remember, remember Emerson Miller. Unbelievable, quiet, married 60 years to the row, six years plus maybe. And she took care of the business and the home. I think I know it could be Shadukim too, it could be with Money Matters too. Quiet, making sure the row was taken care of. She got the phone calls, make sure the phone calls were okay. She was choosing tremendous, tremendous. And she was sensitive to her husband, Adma Ode, and humble, squashed herself to make sure the row was happy. And Ani, Ani, the whole planet Earth is now uh, spread with her and her husband's Torah. It, 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 this is it. And she was the happiest lady. <laughs> and the Rebbe, on the other hand, same thing. Same thing, sensitive to the lady all the time. Spoke about that. And humility. And Ani, Ani went around the planet Earth. There's a time and place you have to know how, when to do. A yell at you doesn't mean he's, uh, okay, it's, suck it in, hold it in, you'll see. Find out later something else happened, this happened, find out what to do. In most cases, you'll see. You'll be the hero, 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 hero. Mojani is spreading, spreading, growing, growing. So, we usually talk about the Ten Commandments of marriage. So we're going to speak about the Eleventh Commandment of marriage first. Which means get a Rebbe. I remember sitting, Sarah Millie says, get marrying insurance. So I was listening, what is marriage insurance? He said, get a Rabbi. And you have to get a Rabbi. You make sure who's sensitive to the wife, sensitive to the husband. You got you to really figure it out. There's plenty of people out there. Give me a call. I'll give you plenty of people to, to work with both couples who's sensitive to everybody involved, who have been involved in these in particular areas too. Many great people who can help. And an important example, I know a Balchuva couple. It's about 10 years ago this happened <clears throat> that he became more religious than her. So what happened? 
All of a sudden, he comes home once and he sees a uh, one-year-old boy with a baseball cap on. Oh, went to a tirade. Baseball cap, goyish, non-Jewish, not good, da-da-da-da-da-da. He was wearing little jeans. Oh, again. And he mentioned something about Polish real milk and having other milk. He went went off. Only Polish real milk. And she wanted to take a little class for an hour with a little child painting. I don't know who ran a orthodox lady. And again, he went. I spoke to the fellow and saying, listen, in some places, saying is a regular everyday thing. You're correct. But you have to see how to play it out here. You want to grow with your lady. It happens the other way around too. The lady becoming more and more and more and the man not as much and they're fighting. So you need sensitivity on both sides here. I told the man, ask, ask your Rebbe, have someone to you respect who understands you and your wife, the situation. I just um, asked them a question, should we have? Are they sure you should go to regular and have someone to talk to? So he did. All of a sudden he asked about the baseball cap. He said, don't worry, the baseball cap, don't worry. So now, the pants don't worry about the milk. Say, the milk in the house, keep it outside. You should keep it too, unless you can't find closure on milk. Easy to work with. Certain class, painting, hour a week, no one will affect anybody. So it's interesting, she was getting her way. So what helped her was he mentioned the milk problem? She wanted to bring bring regular milk, non chayshrel into the chayshrel into the home, but she listened because she saw the rabbi was very fair, worked logically and practically, and he saw that it was fine. And what happened ten years later? The boys regular shiva, not wearing a baseball cap anymore, not wearing jeans, black. Yet he's wearing his his garb, that shamak on his head, and the milk is milk. Milk inside and outside the house. And the boy painting, not painting, drawing pictures better than they ever thought now. But they played it right. They played it right. You need that every one husband and wife, when you disagree on something, you need a third party. And it's not, you don't, doesn't mean, ah, we have to go to therapists and counsel something's wrong. No. You don't have to, it doesn't mean that. It means every couple. In our history, going back to the beginning of time, always had a Rebbe who mentor who directed the ship. And when things came in after a while, what happens is another man would told me he got married, his wife every afternoon, summertime, they're upstate, and she would take an hour or two to talk to him. He said, Rabbi, he spoke to his rabbi, I can't take talking all afternoon. Join the club, the rabbi said. This is part of just being married beginning. I mean, it's the other way around. You have to, there's a, there's, there's a, we lose patience. We're all, we think we know. And in your own way, you could be right. But right's not the issue here. Because we don't know the whole perspective of life. So it's a very important thing that you find a rabbi who's, you're a little scared because all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> I might not get these things I wanted before. But if you get someone who's 
who's neutral, sensitive, understands the business, especially sensitive to wife too, you'll see tremendous progress, tremendous things, you know, from Shaduchim to Hashkafa, I mean, and what schools they go to and don't go to. Because sometimes they want to, uh, the more Firma wants to go to a real school and a school that's supposedly, you know, the Firma and from, and it could be good. Maybe the family's moving up. The rabbi will talk to the wife and say, like, hey, this might be a good move. On the other hand, maybe you have to go to a different kind where there's more, right? Well, who knows? Who knows? You have to see. You have to talk. But everyone listening should emphasize that in your own life to get a rabbi today. Look. And for your family, you'll see what happens is, I see, I saw, I see with many families, Rabbi Miller and other families, their children got married, they had a rub. And the one young man got married, they went to the rub right away, sweet rabbi they went to, knows a lot, knows social things, understands, halacha, mostly he knows a lot. And they went, and the lady was happy. And anything that comes up a little bit from, even when she would go to your, well, your parents for Shabbos or my parents for Shabbos, if something's going to get a little heated, until the Mahala comes along, that you see eventually you get sensitive enough, the Rebbe helps you get sensitive to this is your wife and this is your husband, and certain things uh, you might have to, okay, this is who they are. And you squash your, you, you squash your ego. All of a sudden, you don't shout out and blast, this is my opinion, and everything's a pilpal in a fight. You win, you lose, and you lose, you lose. And becomes and, and it fights over the same thing all the time. Don't you see that? The same thing all the time. Wake up and spell the roses. Your method of fighting is not working. <laughs> so we have to think of another route. Well, the only way I could do it. No, it's not the only way. If it's not working, it's not working. There's another route. Recalculate, recalculate. Uh, Giesenberg said something funny the other day. Sometimes to recalculate, you get there in a in a shorter time than the regular path you took in the first place. The muscle for life. Sometimes we have a path. We think we know. We think we know. All of a sudden, recalculate, recalculate, and go. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm going a different route. I can't. You'll see the recalculation. You'll get quicker and better, and then you'll have more quality out of the whole trip. So it's important, important to get that rabbi immediately. And the children have it too. It's crucial. And so what happens is usually that also brings more Torah into the home. Because the wife was a little upset, the husband is not, I know someone who wasn't, was, wasn't davening with the minion in the morning. She spoke to her brother and was he davening with the minion in the morning. If she does, didn't have anybody, eventually that would slip. Oh, Chavruz in the morning might slip too, and then she gets so disappointed it causes major uproar. A man misses a minion, a man starts learning low shvach, doesn't have a chavrusa, the wife goes uh, wild. Why? This is a fact. So, if you have someone to talk to, and the husband comes home, and the house is a little sloppy. Okay. So you speak to the rabbi, and he might say, listen, it's a hard day she's having, help along, but let's talk together. The rabbi can get them together and see how together they can make sure the table's neater, he could help, she could help, and they could talk in a civilized way. And it has to be some sort of be sure. If she's a little sloppy than him, she, he has to expect everything was not going to be in the right place all the time. And she, on the other hand, has to know he's a little finicky, so she's going to try. And she's going to see him trying. He's going to see she's trying. And then he got a shot. <laughs> 
Other than that, everything becomes, uh, I'm right. Even though I don't say it like that. So it's important what happens when a husband starts learning more Torah, a woman starts saying more to heal him. The more you learn Torah, you learn Gomorrah and Mishnah, and then you learn Musa and Halacha, and you learn Chumash, the lessons, 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 lessons. You, you become, you put it inside of you, become a better person. If you're making an academic experience, like one man I used to know, academic experience, you're not going to change so much. So the calculus and biology, you're taking uh, Gemara and Chumash class. But if you utilize it to work on yourself, and you'll see automatically you'll become calmer. Automatically you won't raise your voice. You won't see that as a, as a, a factor at all. At all. So it's work. You and the missus sit together, decide. There are many good people in the area. Some have shoes, some have the yeshiva, some really balabatim. There's a lot of people who can give sound talk to both the husband and wife. Some of the rebison with the, with the rabbi, and everything's workable. The whole team effort going on here before things get way out of hand. That's been a way of the Jewish people for like thousands of years. It's a, it's a strong point in a person. 